SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. Welcome to your fifth SheQuest Summer School podcast guest series. It's me, Estelle. And this fifth uh, guest show is all about uh, women in art. Today on the show, I couldn't be more thrilled to introduce someone I've loved and cherished and looked up to with all my heart for so many years. Hannah Thompson grew up in Halifax, but has been in New York for 20 plus years, working and mastering being um, a photographer for the mm-hmm. likes of Vogue and Vanity Fair and private high profile clients. And while she's an event photographer, her passion lies in portraiture, and I think of her as a portrait master. (laughs) Her expertise really lie in capturing people's essence, and she does it with brio. I'm lucky enough to say um, she's my sister-in-law, and she was the photographer at my own wedding, and a human I hold very, very dear in my heart. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. I'm so glad you're here. All the way from New York, from Brooklyn. Yay. So because on SheQuest, the program is all about um, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. I've been starting all the podcasts with the ritual of asking my guests what makes you feel alive today. So I'm asking you what makes you feel alive today. I guess just being alive and living in the moment and not taking things for granted, trying not to take things for granted and just really appreciating right now. Um, I say that confidently now, but I feel like it's taken me my whole life to reach this point with some certainty of, you know, I know there's a lot more growing that will happen but I, I think I'm in a good place right now where I really feel present now. And that makes me feel alive. And I'm grateful for that. Mm, I can feel it in your voice. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, Hannah, I wanted you on SheQuest for like many reasons. One is because I admire you a lot. Um, and um, we kind of talked about this, like you're our guest for the art module of the program. Um, And like, not only do I think of you as someone who's worked professionally in like art in her life, but also that has had to learn to make time for her passion. So I guess I just wanted you to talk to us about over the years, like how have you reclaim and reframe this word art um like for example maybe it's easier to think about it like think about you like 10 years ago uh what you knew about art and what like you know about art now (laughs) right I mean I I've always been a visual person and I was always attracted to artwork and artists and seeing how things are made and I always kind of had like a natural ability and desire towards like just drawing and looking at nice images in books when I was growing up in Halifax. And then I always took art class because I enjoyed it. It was like my favorite class, but I never actually understood like at the time when I was, you know, a teenager and a kid, 
that that could that would be a lifelong development and process and when I was in my 20s and going to university I was very lost I didn't know what I was gonna do I didn't know what I wanted to be you know and I felt very lost and I felt like a lot of my peers and friends kind of knew and then when I was in university all the students that were in the fine arts program I was kind of envious of them and long story short I ended up studying fine arts where I was surrounded by my peers who were incredible who were interested in the same things I was and I just kind of my um when I was studying like drawing classes which were very physical and painting I just kind of my heart just kind of the floodgates opened, like I let it in and I grew and it was just like kind of being in the unknown and then discovering so much and learning to look inside myself. And it was very, very fulfilling and it gave me a lot of confidence, but I still didn't think of like making art as like a career or I, I needed something kind of practical. So I started doing photography at the coast in Halifax. And I loved that. I love shooting portraits. There were all these interesting people coming to the city. And there were, um, you know, people who lived in the city. That was like 20, over 20 years ago. Um, like authors and politicians and activists and actors and musicians and I loved it because there was like a human connection and it was like a real challenge to like take people's portraits I loved it and then of course that kind of led to a career in photography and in the beginning and I moved to New York and in the beginning I was kind of like a deer in headlights I was um documenting fashion for Vogue magazine. And I would be in these huge museums, like for events, like the Frick Museum, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the Metropolitan Opera. I really got to see the whole city at all these different events. And in the beginning, I was like really excited by it, but then I became more and more experienced. And then I kind of shifted more into, work that I loved, but it was commercial. So I did that for 15 years. I worked so hard. It's just recently that I've kind of decided to take a giant step backward from the commercial work and give space to go back to the more personal growth and discovery, which is hard. You have to, I find it very hard to make the time for it. It's been an ongoing process, but it's something I really need to do, so. And you still, um, you still paint and draw? Or I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very inspired by your paintings and drawings. Um, a little bit, not as much as I would like to, but um, I'm really like, just in the last year, stepping back from slowing down my commercial work and kind of almost like 
giving myself space to kind of just open up and see, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I, I am so, so inspired by you, Estelle. You're always with a notebook or a, you're painting and you're just like on. It's inspired me a lot. But it's, but it's different. I mean, I always remember Hannah when we came to visit you and like just realizing how hard you work. Like we, I forget when. Um, but oh, I think it was like four years ago. I mean, I barely saw you. Okay. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. That's too okay. long. And, uh, and you literally like didn't sleep like all night. You were like editing. Oh. <laughs> and like, I remember like going to bed, you were like in front of your computer, like yeah. and I woke up and you were like still in front of your computer. And I was yeah. like, you went to sleep. Right. And you're like, no, not really. I was like, yeah. never realizing just how hard like you've worked, you know? I mean, I was like living my dream doing this work. I really, really was passionate about it. And I mean, I love doing it, which is why I did it. But um, I guess as I became more experienced and my reputation kind of developed, you know, I have a great list of clients that were very loyal to me. But in that kind of, yeah, you definitely saw me. I was like working like crazy. So it was great and it was fulfilling, but I kind of, it was almost like I was cranking out, not cranking out a product, but I wasn't having the growth or discovery that is so exciting, you know, in your twenties yeah. and 30s. I'm in my forties now. So yeah, now it kind of affords me an opportunity because I can kind of like create this space now to discover and grow via you know i'm going away this weekend to ohio to <laughs> which is kind of a crazy place to visit but i'm going there to work on a personal project and yeah and um you know you have to, can you tell us about it um, or is it secret it's, well <laughs> it's not really secret but i've always had like a fascination with twins and triplets and quadruplets for numerous reasons related to my family because there's a lot of twins like yeah. on my mother's oh my god I love the latest pictures they're so good so I'm going I'm going back to that this year but that's a personal project like I'm going there on my own I don't have an assignment it's just something I feel really passionate about and I'm just going but you know you have to create that space. And I think it took me a long time to let go of the more commercial guaranteed, you know, I mean, everyone needs financial stability, but I guess I'm learning in my old age. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. To really, yeah. You have to give yourself permission and it's okay. And you can let go. And I think fear has mm -hmm. held, held me back a lot because there's so, you know, when you have a good thing going on, which you do with your work as well, when you have a good thing going on with your work, you want to preserve it. You have like great clients you really care about. And it's hard to kind of step away from that and really give yourself, at least for me, give myself permission to just for you, just for do work for, yeah, it's really hard, but I, you know, it's taken me a while and it's been baby steps, but I'm getting there and it, it, you know, you forget how much 
growth is there. Like I kind of compare it to like an open sky. Like nothing, I live in Brooklyn, New York, which is very crowded. There's so many dogs, so many babies, so many people, so much cement, so many high rises. It smells. <laughs> I love it. And <laughs> um, when I get on the road and it's open skies and, or I'm on, by the ocean, it's like, so spiritually uplifting for me it just you know i can really feel a connection to my heart and you know i turn that off a lot here like it's really hard you have to you know i meditate which um has and do breathing it, i started doing that in the past couple of years and it really helps <laughs> but i guess you have to kind of create the parameters like you have to go out of your way to make it happen yeah and was there if you look back like was there a moment that we're like okay I really need to make more time like was there or it was just maybe over time or just um it's kind of been on my I I guess I felt like in the past like 10 years you know the the last 15 years I've been very busy working and I love it but like you said you saw me like never sleeping yeah and, you know, my, I don't have children. Um, my work was my passion and, but it was too much. Yeah. And, you know, I have just learned to kind of slow down. Slow down. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and you started talking a little bit about it, but um, at Chiquest, we also, um, I, I like to talk to other women about like their own tools for personal growth. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm wondering, like you already said, like meditating and breathing, but do you have like some favorite one? And just knowing you like personally, I, I know you love cooking, which is like yeah. really healing for you, but do you have like rituals? Like they're kind of, um, that help you like ground yourself or like center yourself in, your power and two because like we're specifically talking about art with you um yeah like what do you do i like reading the news <laughs> are you kidding yeah um, that that calms you <laughs> oh no oh. I, mean, I kind of like i i guess i like knowing what's going like, on right um i you know what and you're not the first person who said that to me like they love reading the news like it like grounds them down or something so funny because it does the opposite for me i just get all like like nervous about the state of the world my anxiety gets like higher or something yeah that's true i i go in and out like you know on and off but um i guess that was kind of strange answer but um I also like you said I love cooking and I find you know I I live in Brooklyn I don't have a yard so I and I don't have children so I find it very therapeutic and nourishing to like baby my plants and you know do interesting cooking and stuff like that but as for my art um like, do you have a ritual before you take a portrait of somebody or, like, beforehand? And you don't have to have one. Like, I'm just curious. Um, I don't. I I feel like just by creating the time yeah. and space yeah. to give myself permission to explore this work is, like, if I can do that, then it's good. Yeah. Because it, it was really hard for me for a long time to 
kind of give myself permission to um, make work. I don't know if you find that. I mean, to me, you're, you are just like, <laughs> like, what do you say? Um, you're just like running all the time. You're just making stuff and teaching and healing. And but when you love, I mean, and you get that too, like when you love what you do, it seems like that, that stuff fires me up, you know, I get like just fired up. Do you um, feel like you have that space? Sorry. Like, how do you um, create the space to, I mean, you have like a lot of, um, I don't know, is the word clients and classes and workshops. And I feel like you, like this, this year I've really learned to like streamline a lot. And, and you mentioned that too, like, it's like in hindsight, like I, I wouldn't be able to do what I do now if I hadn't done such the hard work, the grunt of it in the beginning when I was starting right. my business, you know, and, but I do have to carve the time to still, and that's the tricky business when it's like your work is like art. <laughs> it's like, and it's not also right. what you love, you love doing like to, you know, like if I do like a painting to be like, okay, um, this will sell, but another painting like this is really what I want to paint you know and then to be like oh do I paint what I know for sure it's gonna sell or yeah. do you know what I mean and I feel that's kind of this thing where yeah. you know you could just continue to do like event photography and this and that but it's not really where your heart is you know well it's also like with you I know you love your business and yeah it kind of evolved or you know it evolved organically I think it's grown into something that I don't know if you saw it. A bit of both. <laughs> happening or just kind of, but it's still like your business, you know, you have like these responsibilities and it's part of what you do for your career. Yeah. And it took a, it took a long time, like to just take me seriously, you know, I'd be like, okay, like this is like legit, you know, no, but you've um, always been kind of, I guess we're similar in a way, like very determined. And even if, I know fear holds me back a lot, but um, I don't know. I just look at you as someone's, if you dream it, you can do it, you know? Oh, I try. I try my best. <laughs> but how do you step away from, you know, even though your work involves art, healing, and yeah. yoga, how do you step away from that and create space for yourself? Like you said, um, you know, oh, this is what I really want to paint. And I guess that's something that kind of really um, made me think, okay, why am I not doing that then? Why am I not doing things yeah. and only live once? Why am I not doing things? I mean, everyone needs to earn a living, but I think if you can get rid of the fear and let go and create space, even if it's not a lot of time, you know, it's like a muscle. Yeah. I think before you... Um, move it and exercise it it grows exactly but you have to create the time and that's for me I mean it's becoming easier because I've been slowly taking baby steps yeah. towards doing this and I'm going to a high <laughs> so it's all possible it is it is all possible um so you said you like you meditate and you do is there like a specific like breathing exercise you do um, sound baths um, there's a great place in my neighborhood, very close to where I live, called Maha Rose. And they have some great healers and teachers there. So I do like kind of rebirth breathing. Um, what, how do you say? Pra pranayama. I've 
gone to some sound baths that were really interesting where I think sound is something I've just started exploring in the last year. And I really, it's a sense that we don't really recognize a lot, but it's so powerful. So powerful. Yeah. Yeah. We're made, we're made of wavelength and vibration. So sound healing is, is really potent. Yeah. Amazing. The breathing definitely is great. Just getting flow and oxygen and opening things up. It's like, well, I think before I actually did um, my fr- first breathing work a couple of years ago, I was told I told you I was interested, and you were you were all for it, but you were just telling me about. I think you went to a breathing. Oh my god! In, or a sound? No, a breathing. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> or, anyway, it's great. No, I I totally remember. So I went to this work. It was called Breakthrough Breathing. And I I mean, as a yoga teacher, I realized just how powerful the breathing was. But I like I always combine it with movement. And like both of us, we we've loved yoga, we've loved hot yoga for like many, many years, right? Yeah. But I had never actually and that I think I was telling you that like three or four years ago. I never actually just focus on my breath for mm-hmm. like an hour and a half. And I was telling, I mean, I mean, and the workshop was called like breakthrough breathing. I mean, it was so intense. Like, um, like I feel, and there was like so many like people, like just reaction and emotions in that room. It was like, unlike anything I've ever like experienced before. And it just showed me like, it didn't like, I was like, I mean, I think I was telling you, like, oh my god, if I didn't have the background that I have, I would t- be totally like targeted. Oh, <laughs> you know, I'd be like, free- like, oh my god, like this is. But because I, ha- I just made me realize, just oh my word, like this stuff is really that shit works, you know. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, and we had and too like to just go like even in that workshop. I feel like just I went until I could like. I think I, I totally like dissociate, like after like 30 minutes, I was like, okay, I can't do any more, but that's the most that I could do, you know, even five minutes of breathing exercise, it really does make a change in your day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you have to create space for that. Yeah. So. Okay. I have a few more questions. Okay. Okay. Ready? Okay. 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 Um, knowing what you know about art now, what does it mean for you to be an artful woman? Oh God. I know it's loaded. I know. Like think of art, not just as like your career and your passion, but like the art, maybe more that's like your life. I guess I'm understanding more as I get older and you know, you have so much growth in life and so many different experiences and you meet so many people and you have good times and bad times and I guess, like, looking back on my life, I can see that, like, art is something that's always been there in front of me, and I look back, and I can see the growth and how I evolved as a person that came through creating art or being around people that are making art or looking at art, and if I kind of look at it on a broad scale, I mean, it's growth and learning and exploration as a woman I don't know it's really interesting right now how with social media how everything is changing so much I find like with sharing information 
about art and people getting um, more exposure and recognition for creating work, then they yeah. wouldn't have had, you know, it's more democratic. They wouldn't have had those tools like totally. 10, 15 years ago. I don't know if yeah. I really answered your question. But. That's okay. <laughs> it was a loaded one. <laughs> okay. The last questions are just like quick kind of answers. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite mantra? I guess I always tell myself, see the light. See the light. Yeah. I imagine light inside me and it always kind of calms me and um, brings me into the moment. Oh, I love that. See the light. I'm going to write that down. Taking notes, Hannah. Taking notes. Uh, what's your favorite flower? Gosh. I like orchids. I like, I guess I really like plants. Like, um, I find them really healing being around plants. <laughs> They are. Yeah. And like taking care of them and stuff like that. So. Your baby. Yeah. I, I mean, I love flowers, <laughs> but I love nurturing plants. Um, what's your favorite book? Favorite book you've read in the past six months? My boyfriend is always after me because he really loves to read fiction. Uh, I read a lot of like photographers' autobiographies or biographies. Well, I guess my favorite book I read this past year was on Diane, Dion, Diane, some people call her Dion, I call her Diane, Diane Arbus, just another biography someone wrote about her, which I'm very obsessed with her, so, um, yeah. You have, uh, oh, your library is like the best library. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Um, what about, do you listen to podcasts? I listen to some of the Oprah podcasts and the Goop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then... Oprah's the first one. Uh, the, Goop, the Goop has a podcast? Um, see, I, I'm not one of these millennials. I don't, I, I would like to get more into podcasts, but um, like, you know, I've watched, I've listened to some of the yeah. big ones, but yeah, I'd be, I feel like I need to like sit down with you and get your list. <laughs> I have a pretty good list. I'm obsessed with podcasts. What's his name? The that great guy. Um, Baldwin. Alec oh, he's Baldwin. so funny. Here's oh, my thing. word. Alec Baldwin's so funny. Um, okay. Uh, yoga or running? I think I know the answer. Yoga. <laughs> Book or Kindle? Book. Coffee or wine? Tough call. Wine. <laughs> wine? Are you sure? Not a Timmy's? <laughs> uh, I meant to tell you, when I went to Spain, I saw a Tim Hortons. What? Yeah, I know. In Barcelona? In Barcelona. Can you believe it? They have Tim Hortons here, but it's mm, like the baked stuff isn't as good. The coffee doesn't taste quite the same. But um, I'm coming back. To <laughs> so I'll be making, we'll be making our daily trip. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see you. And I just want to thank you for taking like the time to talk to me. It's such, uh, it's just fun to like talk to you about this stuff i know yeah i hope we do it again thank okay. you bye okay, bye